0: Welcome back to another episode of Press On. I'm Pastor Aaron Rios. As always, I consider it a privilege and an honor to be able to spend time with you and share the words that the Lord puts on my heart. If you've been enjoying this series, if it's been encouraging you and inspiring you to press on towards the cause of Christ, then I would invite you to take a couple of moments and share this podcast with some friends. And I'd even invite you to go online to iTunes or to the other outlets where this podcast is available and write up a quick review. Your review will help this podcast gain some greater exposure so we can get the Word of God out to more people. It's very easy for me to sit and look back to the the glory days and say, God used to move this way. God used to to do these things. And that's kind of the first point I want to look at here. If you look at verse 11, it begins with, thus the Lord used to. The Lord used to, to do this. And the Lord used to do that. The Lord used to speak to Moses oh how Israel loved it when Moses would go into the tent of meeting and sit face to face with God and handle the business and Moses would do all of that and we would receive all the benefit we receive the manna we receive the water uh, Moses used to but God is moving us to a place where used to is no longer good enough. What used to happen, if you're looking through 2020, all believing for the used to to return, uh, you need to kiss the used to goodbye and begin to perk your ears up for what is yet to come. Because used to is not going to take you into what is too. Ch- ch- Welcome to Press On with Aaron Rios, lead pastor of Garden City Church, located in Beverly, Massachusetts. We pray that you are enriched, challenged, and inspired to press on towards the cause of Christ. I want you to leave today with three Ps. All right, three Ps. Persistently pursue his presence. Maybe passionately pursue his presence. Look, as we're heading towards the end of the year, I wanna encourage you not to sink into stagnation. Please, if you are dealing with complacency, fight it, battle it, or maybe you've got a mindset of what I'm calling completion. It's a mindset of completion, meaning this is it. This is how my year is gonna go. I got nothing worth striving for, nothing to go after. This is it. It's, it is finished. I, I want to tell you it's not finished. Persistently pursue his presence. Go after the vision that God first deposited in your heart whenever he deposited that thing that he called you to. God's not up in heaven scratching his head trying to accommodate a, a bad situation. He's not, he's not up in heaven trying to accommodate COVID right now. Trying to figure out I, how to work around this in order to bring about his plan. God is can bring about his plan in the middle of the wilderness, in the middle of the storm, in the middle of whatever struggle that you're facing. I wanna tell you, oh, I pray that it would seep into your soul, fight the complacency, take hold of the vision, the plans that God has for you, for your job, for your family, persistently pursue his presence. I'm gonna be reading out of Exodus 33 verses 11 through 16 and then we're gonna break it down very quickly. It says, Thus the Lord used to speak to Moses face to face, just as a man speaks to his friend. When Moses returned to the camp, his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, would not depart from the tent. Then Moses said to the Lord, See, you say to me, Bring up this people, but you yourself have not let me know whom you will send with me. Moreover, You've said, I've known you by name, and you have also found favor in my sight. Now, therefore, I pray you, if I have found favor in your sight, let me know your ways that I may know you so that I may find favor in your sight. Consider, too, that this nation is your people. And he said, my presence shall go with you, and I will give you rest. Then he said to him, if your presence does not go with us, do not lead us up from here. For how then can it be known that I have found favor in your sight, I and your people Is it not by your going with us so that we, I and your people may be distinguished from all the other people who are upon the face of the earth? Recognize Moses, his conversation with God. Moses is a great intercessor. This is is intercession 101 right here. And what I, I like to call this a persistent knowledge of a progressive revelation a persistent knowledge of a progressive revelation. What that means is Moses knows (laughs) that the best is yet to come. You see, Moses recognizes that God is in the business of always putting the glory before. God God is always in the business of putting the greater days ahead of you. If you woke up today and there was a million dollars in your bank account, uh, and you would say, this is the greatest day I've ever experienced. I wanna tell you that in God's economy, in God's kingdom, Oh, the greater is always yet to come. The greater is always before us. God is always in the, in the, in the business of putting the best ahead, always in the business of setting a table. Uh, but better and better things are always in store for you. Your glory days are ahead of you, they're not behind you. I remember in the 90s, I would visit Brownsville and there was a great massive revival that broke out there, and it went on and on for quite a long time, and it's very easy for me to sit and look back to the, the glory days and say, God used to move this way, and God used to to do these things, and that's kind of the first point I want to look at here. If you look at verse 11, it begins with, thus the Lord used to. The Lord used to, to do this, and the Lord used to do that. The Lord used to speak to Moses. Oh, how Israel loved it when Moses would go into the tent of meeting and sit face to face with God and handle the business. And Moses would do all of that. And we would receive all the benefit. We receive the manna. We receive the water. Uh, I, Moses used to. But God is moving us to a place where used to is no longer good enough. What used to happen, if you're looking through 2020, all believing for the used to to return, uh, you need to kiss the used to goodbye and begin to perk your ears up for what is yet to come. Because used to is not gonna take you into what is to. Used to is not gonna carry you uh, through what is yet to come. We need new revelation. And that's what moses had he had a persistent awareness that god what is yet to come Oh, what is yet to come see he writes that moses writing about himself as moses is the author of this text and through the through the eyes of the scribes and those with him that this is what used to happen but god is bringing us into a new god is bringing us into a new thing a new season and joshua son of none so let's let's go ahead and frame this out moses has been leading this nation and as they get ready to go into the promised land it's become evident that moses because god has told them will not be leading the nation into the promised land moses is curious well who then Will take my place so that's where we stumble across this young man named joshua he was one of the originals who went into the promised land uh, early on and brought back a good report. there was something about joshua that while moses would leave the tent joshua would remain in the presence whoa oh, but it says he used to remain in the presence and, and that's what i want to want to ask you have you been living for the glory behind you or for the glory that's yet to come do you believe that your season has passed, or do you believe that seasons are cyclical? And what, what winter in the past is is going to bring a winter in the future, and a and a fall in the past is going to bring a fall in the future? Recognizing that life moves in seasons, I want to remind you that used to is not good enough. We need to push into what is yet to come, and that's where this progressive revelation begins to take hold. If you read verses twelve, Moses is negotiating. He's telling God, "Look, God." You, you, you told me you were gonna bring these people up and you told me to lead them up which I've done but you're not letting me know what is to come next what's the next step and God you tell me that I've got favor and you know me so I pray if I have found favor tell me your ways that I might know you better show me your ways oh God that I might find favor in your sight and and not just for me, but for your people. This is the power of uh, in pursuing great favor. Moses is telling God that if I have favor, grant me more favor. Here's what we know. God has a plan and I have favor. But the plan only granted me enough revelation up to this point. Look, you you might be going through life and you had an inkling of what is to happen, but now you feel lost and blind and confused and you're wondering, God, where are you in all of this? Where are you? There was a time when God was leading me. It was a time when it felt like God was navigating my life, but now where are you, God? Well, his revelation only illuminated up to a certain point. You have to dig in deeper. Know that favor was won for you at the cross when Jesus Christ died, but that's just the first step. You say, God, if I have favor with you, let me know your ways now. Grant me deeper revelation that I might find favor. You see, Moses is not after the gifts of God. He's after the intimacy with God. Favor grows as intimacy grows. Greater favor equals greater intimacy. Do you need God's favor in your life? Do you need greater favor in your life? You need greater intimacy. Radical favor comes by way of radical intimacy and radical intimacy grants greater favor. May your heart's cry be like Moses. Oh God, let me know you more. So many of us want the gifts of God. They come by His hand. And God wants to pour gifts in your life. I want to challenge you move past the hand, take hold of His face. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full at His wonderful face. And the things of this world will grow faintly dim in the light of His glory and grace. Oh, we want to persistently gain new revelation. The next thing we encounter in this passage, we find in verses 14 and 15, where God responds. And because of the intercession of Moses, he says, my presence will go with you and I'll give you rest. And then he said to him, if your presence doesn't go, doesn't, doesn't go with us. Don't lead us up from here. Listen, Moses is aware. The only thing that is going to make a difference in our lives, the only thing that's going to make your people different is your presence. God, I need your presence. Moses needs the presence of God. In the Old Testament, Moses had to enter into a tent to experience the presence of God. Oh, but in the New Testament, Oh, but in the New Testament, when we encounter Acts chapter 2, Moses had to enter the tent to be in the presence of God. But in the New Testament, we've become the tent where the presence of God dwells. Does his presence matter to you? His presence is a promise. It's his presence that makes the distinction, as we find in verse 16. The distinction of presence. Moses recognizes that the presence of the Lord is what makes the difference in the life of a believer. So not only is the presence a promise, but the presence is necessary. You'll never look different, be different, act different. You'll never have a different sense without the presence of God and the presence of God alone in your life. It's what distinguishes us from the world. It's what brings unity into the church. We read that in the book of Acts that Everyone came together as the Spirit was granting the church and granting the first uh, century believers a a, a radical unity, something that, that we don't see nowadays. Unity is under attack. Unity is a defining ingredient of God's presence. It's God's presence that causes us to be radically changed, transformed. Do you long for his presence? So many of us want the gift. So many of us want the blessing, but I wonder today, would you be courageous enough to push past the hand to take hold of the face of God? What does that look like? It looks like someone who has gained greater intimacy with God. Do you long for greater intimacy? I believe God wants you to have greater intimacy with him. And if we pray right now, I believe that God would begin to open up that door and unlock the key for you to walk in greater favor and greater intimacy. Pray with me right now. That you would receive great favor and great intimacy with god father in the name of jesus we come to you and we ask you that you would grant us greater intimacy with you father we ask that you would grant us favor with you oh god father to be close to you to know you to know you and to be known by you lord we ask you that you would open us the open the door and lead us into your presence oh god lead us into that place where we have great favor where we know you by name where we're close to you oh god just to be close to you is where i long to be let me hide myself inside your heart to find my destiny father we ask that you would grant us the favor that's needed that we were made for that we long for oh god to know you oh god this is what you can do this is what we ask for Father, I pray for any listener right now that feels abandoned and lost and complacent and they don't know how to get their life back on track. God, I ask that you would lead them right now. Guide them, navigate them, help them, oh God, to get their life back on track, to get their life back on course. With whatever time is left, God, that we would get on course and pursue your presence like never before because it is in the presence of God that we find joy. It is in your presence that we find hope. In the presence of the Lord, there is pleasure forevermore. We long for your presence. We don't want to stop with just the rich blessings you give us, God. You are the blessing. You are the prize. We thank you for your mercy. We ask these things in the mighty name of Jesus. This is Pastor Aaron. Thank you for spending time with me today. I want to remind you that you're always welcome to be with us at Garden City Church. We're located in Beverly, Massachusetts. Our address is 140 Bridge Street. And if you ever need prayer or would like to reach out, you can always contact me at pastor at Garden City Church. Net. Until next time, God bless you. Thank you for joining us. If today's message encouraged you to keep running the race, we invite you to share this message with others. You can join Pastor Aaron weekly at Garden City Church in person or online. Till next time, keep pressing on.